0: Okay, so as we talk about God's love, we always want to remember where we came from, where we were prior to being born again. I know you accepted the Lord at a young age. Yes. But I was older. I was probably in my upper 20s. I believed in Jesus and all those things, but I never knew that He loved me. And I never want to get over that. I never want to get over the fact that God loves me. I just, I just don't want to ever get over that.
1: And see, so you're set free with joy and happiness, yes. knowing that there's no condemnation, no guilt.
0: What we're trying to do is convey to people God loves them. Yes. And the big issue is the truth versus the lie, the truth of God's love and the lie of the devil that we're not worthy, but we're worthy of God's love. That's the truth, because He sent His Son. To die for us.
1: You just read that in John 3.16. God so
0: loved the world.
1: And there's another thing, the truth that we need to get in our head. Just what you've been saying. And that's John 17. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world. See, that should set you free right there. Yes. Understanding he's not here to condemn us. He's here because he loves the world. It's not a thing of condemnation. We're already condemned because it continues to say that, that we're condemned.
0: Verse 18 does. Yes, exactly. If you don't believe, you're condemned already.
1: You are condemned. Yes. But Jesus did not come to condemn us. God said, I'm going to demonstrate my love to you and present my son to you. This is the truth because I love you and I want to have him teach you. He's not only going to pay the price for salvation, redeem us through his blood, but he's going to teach you prior to that. That's why he was here for three years, three and a half years with his ministry, was to teach us. He could have died for the sins of the world right away, could he? Absolutely. But it was always said his appointed time had not come yet. The reason being because he was still teaching. He was teaching truth versus that lie that God doesn't love you.
0: First thing he did... And his ministry was to teach us the truth. The last thing he did was to die for us so that we could now begin to experience that truth.
1: The beginning of that truth.
0: Yeah, the beginning of that truth. And then when he rose again, that was all so that we could have life and life more abundantly.
1: The truth is God loves me. That's why we're talking about this so much. God loves me. He loves you. He loves every individual. That truth you need to get in your head. So when the lie that the devil throws at you is saying you're unworthy, there's conditions to having a relationship with God, you have to be able to understand the difference between true teaching and false teaching. And That's why we have the Spirit of God within us. That's why God sent Jesus was to teach us truth. And then the apostles were spreading that truth. And look where it is today. We're still trying to convey the truth. We're always trying to combat the lie that we've been taught through false teaching. So people need to be receptive to the truth. And that truth is God loves them.
0: Thought of the scripture when Jesus stood before Pilate.
1: Yes, (laughs) that's a good one. Pilate
0: said, what is truth? Truth was standing right before him. So we shouldn't be surprised today when we present the truth to someone and they reject it. Jesus Christ himself was standing before Pilate in the flesh.
1: The Son of God, standing right in front of him. Pilate rejected
0: it. just blows my mind. I just thank God that we saw it, and you and I saw it, that our eyes were open. That's what I pray for people. I pray this for my family and friends and acquaintances, and people I know, that their eyes of their understanding would be open. It's in Ephesians 1, eight. Paul prayed. For, he was praying that for us. I pray that for myself, too that the eyes of my understanding would be open because God's love is so big. We're talking about God's love. Yes. It's it's immense. And as you study the word, your mind does become renewed to how big your God is and how much he loves you and loves us.
1: And that's That's what what I I pray as well, because when you think about it, the only way someone's going to come to Jesus, the only way someone's going to be enlightened by the love of God and set free from their bondages Is by having that spiritual enlightenment and understanding. That's right. Of who God is. Yes. And that's what we're doing here today. We're planting seeds.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The Lord gives
1: the increase. That increase comes about by the Holy Spirit of God. It's nothing magical we're doing. It's the Holy Spirit of God touching their spirit to tell them, I love you, Abba Father. Yeah. And I want this relationship with you. It's unconditional. And in 1 John... Chapter 4. I think we're going to go through this whole chapter, Terry. It's good. Because it covers what we've been talking about. It covers truth, God's love, and life.
0: It also talks about the lies. Yes. I mean, it's all in there. truth versus lies. Yeah.
1: Yes. It's all in there. And we want to expound upon that. We want to convey to the people just how much God does truly love them. And we're going to see that here in this chapter. First John, chapter four, verse one. Beloved, do not believe every spirit. He's already warning him. Yes. But test the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. And, you know, I've read this verse, I don't know how many times, but I finally got a what I feel a true revelation of this, because we're putting the totality of 1 John together as well as the Gospel of John, and what we're seeing here is we need to test what spirit is talking to us. Is it the spirit of truth of God, or is it the spirit of the devil I like lying to us? I mm, That's good. And I think I'm correct in that assessment of that revelation, because as we go down, we see that it jumps right into that. So we need to always be testing what spirit is talking to us. That's that spiritual warfare. Right. But we need to test, is it the love of God talking to me? Is the love of God trying to build me up? To teach me who he is, his will, his perfect will. Is he trying to comfort me? That's a pretty easy way you can identify whether that spirit is from God. Now the spirit... That we want to recognize the spirit from Satan. And Satan, what he has done is worked upon our conscience. He works upon our mind. And what does he put in there, Terry? He puts in lies. There's condemnation. He puts condemnation in in our minds. And our minds begin to dwell upon that. Then our conscience begins to bring up all the things of the past, begin to condemn us. And tell us, God doesn't love me because I've done this or done that. God doesn't love me because I'm not walking the way I think I should be walking with God. I'm unworthy to go to Him and pray to Him, to seek Him because of all the things I just mentioned.
0: He gives us just a real simple uh, explanation here in verse 2. And you've built on that in American Standard Version here, uh, verse 2. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. Verse 3. And every spirit that does not confess, does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist. What you were saying, this scripture just simplifies it. And that's where you begin. If it doesn't flow out of a belief in Jesus Christ,
1: It's an absolute lie. That's right. And you remember we talked about God's words is infallible, been inspired by him. You have to truly believe that and believe what you're reading and stand on that. Every word. God loves me. God loves the world. You need to stand on that and don't have doubt. The more you know and experience
0: God, that truth becomes more and more real to you but it begins with knowing that jesus christ came in the flesh
1: that's right and the reason we have to believe in that and trust in that is because that's truth jesus is truth and every word that he spoke was true so when he said there's no more condemnation and guilt i didn't come here to condemn you you have to stand on that you have to believe that he didn't come here to condemn us So any condemnation you're feeling is not from God. That's
0: exactly
1: right. It's a lie from the devil. Amen.
0: That's right.
1: And another truth is God loves me because he says that in John 3, 16, that everyone quotes so much but does not really meditate upon what's really being said. God so loved the world. And I'll just put a period there. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) God so loved the world. That is truth. So when you get God so loves the world in your head and you believe that and believe that God didn't come to condemn us, those are all truths. That's
0: revelation knowledge. When the spirit of God comes alive in you that he loved me so much, he sent his son. That's what I never want to get over. That revelation knowledge that came into my life through his Holy Spirit. And as I grow in God's love, it gets bigger and bigger and harder and harder to explain. And as we do these teachings, there are many people who are in different places with the Lord. Uh, the, The Spirit of God has been wooing them forever.
1: And we're not questioning whether they love God. No. What we're wanting to convey to them is get a true revelation of that love so they won't be in bondage.
0: That's correct. No more condemnation. And you know why? Verse 4 says, (laughs) You are from God, little children. We're children of God. He loves us. Abba, Father. Mm. And I've overcome them because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. We have Christ in us now who's greater than that spirit of darkness.
1: The truth and the lie. Mm -hmm. The truth is more powerful than the lie. And we have to stand on that and believe that. Truth always wins. Yes, and we have victory over that. The Word says we are greater because of the Spirit of God in us. We're greater than the Spirit of Satan that roams the earth. That Spirit of Antichrist, yes. Yes, we are greater than that because that's what the Word says. So we have to believe and stand on that Word, don't we? Amen. That we're greater than that. This ungodly spirit of Satan that is corrupting people's hearts and minds. 1 John 4, 5. They
0: are from the world, these antichrists. They are from the world. Therefore, they speak as from the world, and the world listens to them. Verse 6. We are from God. He who knows God listens to us. He who is not from God does not listen to us. By this we know
1: the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. The spirit of truth and the spirit of error, which is lies, isn't it? We now have that capacity to discern between truth and lies. And that comes about by teaching that has been inspired by the Word of God. And the reason we say inspired by the Word of God is because that means the Holy Spirit flowed through a man, and then man wrote what was inspired by God down on paper. Therefore, it's just as powerful as someone speaking audibly, has power of the Word of God touching your spirit to convey truth to you that God loves you. That's why it's so important to believe every word that you read to get a revelation of just how much God loves you and how much He wants you to be set free.
0: I'm searching for that scripture in Timothy. I want to just back up what you said. It's Second uh, Timothy three sixteen and 17. I want to read this in the Amplified. Every
1: scripture is God-breathed. God-breathed. Stop right there just for a minute. How did he create Adam? He breathed life into him. Isn't that what it says? He breathed (laughs) life into him. So he's breathing life into the scriptures.
0: Amen. All right. No. Every scripture is God-breathed, given by his inspiration. God's inspiration. God's inspiration. Yes. That's why we put so much emphasis on the word of God, man. Okay. It's profitable for instruction, for reproof and conviction of sin, for correction of error, a lie. (laughs) I like that. Yes. And discipline in obedience. It's for all those things. And for training in righteousness, in holy living, in conformity to God's will, in thought, purpose, and action. So the man of God may be complete and proficient, well-fitted, and thoroughly equipped
1: for every good work. He's telling us that we're thoroughly equipped now. We are thoroughly equipped by the Holy Spirit of knowing truth. That's how you're equipped, understanding that truth. The truth of God's love. Yes. That's what's meant by that spiritual warfare. Oh, sure. In Ephesians 6 verses 10 through 19, all he's trying to do is reveal truth to you so you can stand against the lies of the devil. It's just equipping us to be able to stand against the lies that have been told to us, that false teaching. Because when you think about it, that false teaching was presented to Adam and Eve, wasn't it? Oh, sure. It was just false teaching. That's why it's called the Antichrist. Yeah. It's false teaching. But now we have the truth, so that's what gives us victory. Now we have to stand on that truth and not doubt. We have to believe. Believe that God loves me unconditionally. Believe there's no more condemnation and guilt. I can be set free from that. I can be set free from my circumstances. All those things.
0: Ephesians 6, verse 17. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit which is the Word of God. We were just talking about the Word of God being God-breathed. It's the sword of the Spirit. That's why we emphasize this Word of God so much. Hallelujah. But we got to get back over here to 1 John. 1 John 4, 7. Beloved, this is God is love. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. That's how you can identify.
1: Man, yeah. And see, we can misunderstand that scripture, can't we? By thinking, okay, I'm not walking in God's love. Now, am I born again? See how Satan can twist that? Oh, it's just that little subtle sidebar. He can so subtly put that in your mind saying, okay, I'm not walking in God's love, so I must not be born again. So what he's done, he's put doubt. It's like a little cancer. Once you get that little doubt in there, it starts to blossom unless you can. Go back to the Word or remember Scripture in your mind and say, No, that's not what he's trying to say. He's not telling me that. He's telling me God loves me. His Word says he loves me. Okay, there must be something wrong here. I'm not walking in the love of God. So what am I doing the reason I'm not walking in the love of God? Have I believed a lie somewhere? Yeah. Have I believed a lie, a false teaching that has put me to thinking that I'm not walking in the love of God? By, okay, I haven't been keeping the commandments. I haven't been doing this. I haven't been doing that. See how subtle that can be? Absolutely. And you get caught up into that lie, and you think, I'm not walking in the love of God. I didn't demonstrate that love towards my family or towards my friends. And therefore, you start condemning yourself, thinking you're unworthy because I'm not living up to God's expectation no, God loves you. There's no expectation from God other than you just to seek him the best you possibly can.
0: The next verse kind of explains, again, what you're saying. It's knowing God, knowing who he is, knowing the love of God.
1: The only reason I'm kind of explaining this, Terry, is because a lot of people, they'll come to a verse and they'll read it and pull it out of context. And then they'll meditate upon that verse, maybe. It happens all the time. And that's where you get into trouble. Yes, pulling something out of context, and then that's how you get into error, not taking the totality of a book. Yes. That's how I I study the Word, is through a totality of the book, the totality of what God is really trying to teach us.
0: You know what I find myself doing? Reading up on the page. (laughs) I go, what does this verse 6 mean here? And then I go, oh, I have to go back and read 5, and the person I'm reading 4— It's that knowing the Word, knowing who God is. It's the lack of knowledge that a lot of times will draw us into that error, that lie.
1: The thing we need to keep in mind, this is very simple, and I hope people burn this in their brain, write it down, whatever they have to do. And I've said it already several times. But this is what God is. This is what God is wanting to teach us for us to remember. God is truth. God is love and God is life. We have life through Him. We have love through Him. We have all those things that are through Him. Those are truth. Stand on those three principles. There's three foundations.
0: John fourteen six. I believe says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Yes. That's what you just said.
1: The way, the truth, and the life. And you wanted to read verse 9? Nine? Uh,
0: 9 is where we want to go. Uh, by this, the love of God, was manifested in us. See, now, sometimes I get to this, I have to go back. What is by this? <laughs> so that's why I go yes, back sure. a lot. And, and that's how we learned. Okay, by this, the love of God was manifested in us, that God has sent his only begotten son into the world so that we might live through him.
1: Might live. Here we go.
0: References John three sixteen. Yes. In this is love, not that we love God, verse 10, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins.
1: And this is love. And so He's going to explain to us what this love is of God. Not that we love God. Now just remember, we didn't love God. We had no understanding of His love. Even when you come to the cross and you accept Jesus, you're not understanding His love. You understand you need Him. Yes. That's what you're understanding when you come to the cross and have that born-again experience. But you don't understand his love. No. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. That's how he demonstrated his love towards us. He made that a physical manifestation of that love. And that was by sending himself through Jesus to demonstrate that love. Not because we deserved that love. We didn't. We needed to be judged for our sins. For our disobedience and not believing the truth, but believing a lie. But God says, no, I am going to provide this for you because I love you. I'm providing this newborn again experience through Jesus. And he's going to be the ultimate sacrifice for that sin of not trusting and believing and relying in God. Meditating on
0: the love of God. (laughs) I'm just on to verse 11 here. Beloved. If God so loved us, we also ought
1: to love one another. But see, we can take that verse, pull it out. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. The first thing that pops to mind is, okay, I'm not loving somebody like I should be. I'm not loving my neighbor like I should be. I'm talking about them behind their back. (laughs) I'm saying bad things about them. We have the capacity now to love like the Father. But that's not going to materialize until you understand that unconditional love.
0: That's right. you got to know that love of God. Yes. Or begin to grasp it anyway. To recognize that I'm not walking in love if I'm talking about my neighbor over here. That's
1: it. That's all that's trying to be said here in, in this verse. Remember back to verse 1. See, we kind of tie it all together here. Yes. Back 4-1. Yeah. Try the spirits. So if something's coming out of my mouth that's not of love, well, this isn't of God. That's right. This is my old nature. I'm allowing to manifest in my life again.
0: You're recognizing the truth (laughs) versus the lie. Yes.
1: But see, we can take that and misunderstand that scripture or receive false teaching about that and begin to put yourself under condemnation and guilt with it can't you? Absolutely. And remember, that's why it's so important to remember the verses. John chapter 3 verse 17, Jesus didn't come to condemn us. No way. That's why you can distinguish between a truth and a lie. Amen.
0: That's why you need the scripture in you, to, to combat the lies. Because Satan is always trying to deceive you, trick you. He's in the world. He yes. says it here.
1: He's in the world. The word says that, doesn't it?
0: Uh, he has been around a long time. John wrote this a long time ago, and he says they're they're in the world. That spirit of Antichrist is
1: in the world, so it's still here today. And it's trying to continue to lie to you, to separate you from the love of God. That's what that Antichrist is all about.
0: In any little subtle way that he can, so that even if he can distract you from the truth a little bit saying, well, I'm a pretty good guy or whatever it is. I I give my money. I give my time. No, you're not trusting in the love of God. You're trusting in your own self-righteousness, your own works. It's not anything you
1: did. It's because God loved you first. And that's what the Word says, Mm -hmm. isn't it? It says God loved us. (laughs) We didn't love God. And right there, that should set you free, realizing (laughs) he loves me when I didn't even love him. Amen. That's just, wow, that's awesome. We are set free by the love of God and coming to that true understanding.
0: Oh, man. Once you begin to understand, begin to understand the love of God, then you can love one another.
1: That's right, Terry. Folks, I'm... I'm praying the prayer you referred to, that their their spiritual eyes and their understanding will be open, that they'll go back and, and study these scriptures so they can receive that true revelation of how much God loves them and what all he's done for them. Let me
0: pray that scripture over the Very people good. who might be listening. Let's bless them. Ephesians one seventeen, Paul prayed this prayer. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power?
1: Amen.